So hi, and welcome to Writing Muse and Writing Mentor, a podcast series by me, Jeanette de Beauvoir, that helps you with both inspiration, that's the muse part, and process, that's the mentor part. Today we're talking about whether or not you need a writing schedule. In the documentary about the life of Joseph Campbell, A Hero's Journey, Campbell talks to his interviewer about his work schedule, which ran six to seven days a week. First, he took the 24 hours in a day, subtracted eight hours for sleeping, and divided the remaining 16 into four equal blocks of time of four hours each, eight to 12, 12 to four, four to eight, and eight to 12. His day began at eight in the morning with breakfast. By nine o'clock, he was at his desk, ready to begin a day's work of scholarly research and writing. After three hours at noon, he broke for an hour lunch period. Back to work by one o'clock, he used the next three hours again for work. By four o'clock that afternoon, he was ready for another hour-long respite, during which he often did his physical exercise for the day. And you have to know that in his youth, Campbell had been an Olympic athlete. This is a man we could call an overachiever pretty easily. Anyway, the following two chunks of time offered a bit more flexibility. If he and his wife, Jean Erdman, who was incidentally a dancer with Martha Graham, if they had a social engagement, he'd shift his schedule to accommodate it, but afterward he would be back to the task at hand until midnight, when the luxury of sleep would offer up its quiet pleasure. Now, of course, I should mention that he was talking about this when he was still pretty young. But even when he was in his late 70s, he still adhered to a work schedule that by any standards and at any age could be called ridiculous. It's unlikely that the average writer will be able to adhere to a schedule this demanding. And I have to admit that when I first heard about this schedule, I tried it out and it really didn't work for me. The difficulty isn't in making a schedule, it's maintaining it. In early 2001, Dave Remnick, editor of New Yorker magazine, interviewed Alexander Solzhenitsyn at his home in the country outside of Moscow. In his profile, Remnick comments on the 83-year-old's diminished energy. Apparently, when he was writing the Gulag Archipelago, he would make two writing days out of one. Remnick says that Solzhenitsyn would get up at 1 a.m. and work until 9, take a break, and then work again till 6, eat dinner, go to bed at 7, sleep till 1, and then start again. All, of course, while expecting a knock on the door from the KGB. I'm telling you these anecdotes not to dishearten you about your own fortitude, but more as a model, as a paradigm of what developing a work schedule and adhering to it might accomplish, as well as to demonstrate that the ingrained positive habits we develop early in our writing lives and in our work can affect and serve the remainder of a lifetime. So the question, do I need a writing schedule? I have to say the answer is yes. Good work habits include effective planning, and an additional benefit is that an expedient organization of time can help make your writing far less stressful. A certain method and routine is what in the end gets those poems and essays and papers and articles and novels written. 
It's by structuring your time that you make, not find, periods to write on a regular basis. And that's a big thing you hear all the time. Oh, I could do this if I could only find the time. It's, it's not going to fall from heaven in a glad bag, as my mentor used to say. It is about making it, creating it, devising a schedule in which you can create time that will allow you to get your writing done. If you can't even create a schedule, then how can you expect to create a novel? Finally, a paradox about a scheduled writing plan is that as we thoroughly integrate it into our lives, we will discover that our other activities, which have nothing to do with writing, miraculously become more enjoyable because we've alleviated the gnawing feeling of guilt and regret at not doing what we most want to do, which is write. So if you do accept, as I say, that you need a writing schedule, how can you reasonably set your own? Well, online or on computer calendars like Google Calendar or Apple's iCalendar make this easy. They provide you with a grid for every hour of every day. So even if you don't normally use one of these calendars, try it out for your writing schedule. So first, put in everything you have to do. Your work schedule, your kids' activity schedules, your Thursday night team trivia game, your church or synagogue or mosque attendance, and so on. My hope is that at the end, you'll find some consistent time that runs throughout the week. It's really terrific to be able to work at the same time every day. Now, this might be outrageously early. Stephen King wrote his first few novels at 4 o'clock in the morning before his family got up and he had to go teach school. It might be early. It might be the last hour or so before bedtime. But if you can find something consistent, then you'll find it easier to slip into a routine. Even if you can't, though, it's important to find time to write every day even if some days it's only for 10 or 15 minutes. Schedule that time in and regard it as sacrosanct. I think you're going to find that with time it will become second nature to you to have this writing schedule, and I also think that you will find that your writing will improve. Let me know how it goes. You can always contact me through my website, JeanetteDeBeauvoir.com. Thanks for listening to Writing Muse and Writing Mentor. I'm Jeanette de Beauvoir, and I'll be back next time with more ways to improve your writing and your writing life.